Hey, you well? I don't want no auto tune. Hey, you know, lately. Fuck all that shit. So, we been so, on a whole lot of so, gang shit, you know, never let you switch. That's how I'm coming. Yeah. Gang, gang, since potty train, all that shit, nigga. Oh, that's how you come to? Nah, for real. This a real nigga party, you cannot get in. Busting out the men. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Playoff Diddy, a.k.a. Yeah, um, <laughs> and to my, to my left, I have my co-host, Stephanie. Um, how you doing, Steph? Gemini's are terrible. This day has been terrible and, um, terrible. Okay. All right. That's, that's how we, that's how we rocking today. I mean, that's how this whole year has been. It's just gonna keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, do I want to know how your weekend was? Oh my God. Okay. So Thursday night, bear with me. Give me about, like, a solid 10 minutes. I got stories. Oh, Lord. Okay. So Thursday night, I met up with the homegirls, and we went to the good old Tina's. And I've talked about this white man who's like, "Um, why don't you just be my sugar baby, blah, blah, blah. The first time I met him, he took $200 out the ATM and said, just take a, come take a tour of my condo, and I blew him off. And then he's like, I've seen him messing with, like, other black girls because he's one of those white men. He says he only likes his women chocolate. Whatever. Um, but anyways, one of my homegirls is like, she's totally different from him. He was like, $100 for you to go uh, drive my Jaguar right now. Okay. <laughs> and she was like, all right. So she was like, we'll take 400 out because they all need $100. So he took $400 out. She went to go drive the car. We left her at the bar because they were taking too long. And when she met up with us at Righteous Room... She handed me my $100. Okay. And then on Saturday, he went and took it and got her a Louis Vuitton. Now I'm about to hit him up and be like, hey, your girl needs some funds. You get the bag and fumble it. <laughs> I fumbled that bag, but I'm going to get it right back. Spend a check and get it right back. There's multiple songs out here. Listen. <laughs> I just know, because I remember, I think I remember, and I was like, I talked about it, I was like, you got to see... If you snooze, you lose. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that so that's how your weekend went. You you. No, that's the that was Thursday. That was Thursday. Okay, continue. Friday. So I woke up. I woke up Friday morning and I had a bruise under my knee and I was like, I don't know. I don't remember hitting it, but the bruise was there and it hurt and I was like, okay, cool. What else? I moved through my day on Friday. I did laundry. I tanned. Gym tan laundry, except for no gym. Just tan laundry? Tan laundry. I tan. I did laundry. And then I went out that night because I took this whole weekend off. I was supposed to go to my friend's uh, wedding, but I couldn't make it, unfortunately. Um, which really just plays into how terrible my year is, but whatever. So Friday I went out, saw one of my boyfriends. Okay. Clearly he's not really. Never mind. I was like, I don't know if you're going to talk yourself in or out. <sighs> That's also going into... <sighs> you don't 
you're not finishing sentences today. I something. I can't because oh my god, I love I like having like tales of my dating life. Okay, well here's the thing. They done found me on like all of my social media. Some dude I apparently gave my number to on Saturday found me on Twitter, DM me and was like, Why didn't you answer my text? First of all, how'd you find my Twitter? So I don't know. Okay. I can't even talk about my dating life anymore. They done found the podcast. Listen, I'm gonna put it like this. <laughs> People finding the podcast ain't talk ain't stop me from talking about a goddamn. No, that's not gonna stop you. That's gonna stop me. <laughs> Anyways, Saturday morning I woke up with a bruise on my ass. No. <laughs> no, no. Saturday morning I woke up with a bruise on my thigh. Oh, there is a difference because, like, you get a bruise on your ass. You, you can only get it one, one of a couple ways. You get a bruise on your thigh. There's more explanations. I don't know how I got this bruise on my thigh. It's still here a couple of days later, so whatever. Out here getting ragged all just terrible. So, <laughs> Saturday was the day party. I don't ever want to be invited anywhere that has an open bar with copious amounts of tequila and crown. Speak for yourself. Well, I lost I lost my wallet at some point. Come to find out when the people we were with had it. Everything has been sending me into like my anxiety is just like is this when I tell you this year is shitty, this year is shitty. Anyways, my anxiety has been bad. So then losing my wallet it triggered me. I had an anxiety attack. It, whatever. Whatever. Jane and I went back to her place to like recoup and like come back out. We didn't make it back out until like one thirty. And then we stayed at Shook's until like for 15 minutes, and then I left and got food. But then Sunday morning, I woke up with a bruise on my ass. I still can't explain that bruise on my ass either. Then, so, then, Stassi, you said that? Sunday, I went to Rebel, but by Sunday, I was like, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I'm so extremely tired. I was supposed to go down to Louisville. I didn't go because there's something... <laughs> <laughs> I literally want to die. There's something wrong with my car. It's leaking something, and they said it's going to cost $1,500 to fix it. Like, seriously, if you just want to donate money to me, I will gladly take it. I, I need help. That's not, not a joking I need help. That's a very serious. If you see it in your heart to donate money to me, help me. I will make a GoFundMe. I need help that bad. So I didn't get to go down there. And by times I went to my family barbecue instead, I met up with friends. But by the time like it got late, I just smoked weed and was like, "Never mind, I just need to go home." Just cut to yesterday. I finally went back to work, but I went to the function after work. And at the function, I was dancing, and next thing I know, I hurt my knee. <laughs> and then I woke up this morning; it was swollen. And then I had family issues today, and so that's adding it to it. Um, I'll let you guys know next week if I still live in a house or not. <laughs> I'm just like, you ever have one of those years where you're like, I hope, like, my luck just turns around. That's, whew, we ain't gonna cry. And I'm trying, I don't know if I should, like, I don't know, it's weird. You know, it's really triggered me because my homegirl hit me up. I think it was sun, Sunday. And I think I posted something. My homegirl Taylor had posted something. And I reposted it. And this one of my other homegirls had commented. She was like, you need to stop focusing on, on the, I don't know. It was a weird conversation. I'm not even going to, I'm going to leave that conversation 
private, but it was one of those like just sat with me and didn't sit right. And then this morning, like, I got into a tiff with two of my friends over the stupidest thing ever. And then my little sister had a panic attack. So this is literally, like, for every moment when I think I'm like, oh, we up, we're good. Like, some shit happens. And I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm pretending I'm good. That's where I am. But in other news, um, apparently niggas is on my head and I didn't know. Niggas <laughs> on your head and you didn't know? Yes, because somebody, not, a couple of somebody's were like, oh, you and your ex are friends? We all know who we're referring to. And I was like, yeah. But that was the first time I've ever got questioned about our friendship. So I was like, I don't know what the background story is between other people. But the fact that four people are asking me about it is like, okay. Okay. And then, damn, I can't even share it. But just know since I ain't small. Listen, okay. I'm not going to tell you what to, how to move in your life. I can't anymore. They, it's not even because they listen. Now it's like because you listen, even though I'm not sharing your name, now I feel obligated to like, it's a protection thing. You know, like it's no longer my story if I know that. You, I mean, it's still my story, but it's not mine if like, if I know you'd probably take offense to it. I'm doing this thing now where I suddenly, I recognize that men have feelings. And I was thinking, I was just going to thought it through this summer. But apparently every, everybody has feelings. Um, feelings I didn't know existed. I could have told you. A lot of feelings. I could have told you niggas had feelings a long time ago. That's cool, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's bad. Like nobody, and I was telling, I was funny, I was talking to the ex today. I was like, <laughs> He was like, oh, because I posted that thing yesterday on my Instagram story. and was like, roses are red, money is green. Your girl going to be thotting all summer 18. <laughs> and he was like, shaking my head. I said, mood. He going to talk about some. Mm. And I said, well, when niggas don't actually want to be in a relationship, it's fine. He was like, you don't know that. And I was like, tell me how I'm wrong. And he was like, how is somebody supposed to be in a relationship with you if they see you out and you just like, you just bounce around? I'm like, first of all, if somebody is interested in me and you see me out and I'm talking to people and that intimidates you enough to say you don't want to be with me, I don't want to be with you. You're not the person for me because that's going to bring in jealousy and I've already done a relationship like that. I ain't going back. And plus, if you see me talking to somebody and you don't say anything to me, well, how am I supposed to know? Okay. All right. Um, you, there's a lot to... <laughs> there's, a I lot told to, you. a lot to... So much happening up here. My life is just... I ain't gonna cry. I'm not gonna pretend I'm not stressed out. Make the, I'm, gonna make the, I'm gonna make the intro so I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, your girl's jammed up right now. Uh, if you get jammed up, don't mention my name. Um, anyway, so... All right, so first things first. People don't like competition. I feel like I feel like a lot of people fake like they like competition, but they don't. And so we talk about we talk about like, you know, how people ask for body counts is misogynistic and all this. Hell, a, a woman asked me for my body count the other day, and I I didn't know how to react cuz I was like, I thought we stopped asking Body count questions yeah, in, we did in the year of our Lord and Savior, twenty eighteen. But apparently, we didn't. Um, but again, I think just I think people inherently don't like competition because 
inherently they don't know if they can beat it. So when, you know, whoever says like, I think I would be more considerate of a relationship if you weren't, you know, kind of talking to everyone. For the record, nobody has said that to me. Max said it to me. But the concurrent, like, well, like, you know what I'm talking the about? The ongoing like, message has been, you got niggas on your head this weekend. And I was like, really? Because my text messages would say otherwise. Um, I'm just saying, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, because, I mean, women do it, too. Like, oh, girl, he, don't take him seriously. He's for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, we've I've heard that about multiple people, myself included. Like, oh, girl, he for everybody. He for, he for everybody. Don't take him serious. People don't like competition at the end of the day. People, pe- because because for whatever reason... You know, they may not think they're good enough or may, they may not want to have to prove themselves past a certain point if they feel like there's other niggas involved, whatever the case may be. But people don't like competition. Cause otherwise, we wouldn't ask about body counts. Otherwise, we wouldn't say, oh, girl, don't take him seriously for everybody. Otherwise, we wouldn't say she got niggas all she got niggas all on her face. I'm, I'm good. We wouldn't say that shit if we Ugh, did. Y'all are disgusting. Y'all ugly. That's what it is. Y'all ugly. <laughs> That's my new thing. I can't argue no more. Y'all just ugly. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I can't. Yes, I cannot. Can. This is this is your venting session. I cannot anymore. Yes, you can. I cannot. Hey, DM me if you want to hear these stories though. They're pretty funny. I see. I want to hey, hear these but stories. some people. I did. I thought that they. You know how I tell you. But some people. I thought that I was like. You know. I thought that they just one ten percent. One coming back around. Didn't think anything of me. You know, like, y- you you meet them, you did the deed, and then it was like, right. it just died? Yeah. No. And it was people I had crushes on, but I just, you know, again, I don't really recognize that men have feelings. I just was like, oh, it didn't work out. And that, I don't know. I think it's a defense mechanism I've, I've, I've conjured up, so. Yeah. Whatever. My friends were telling me this weekend that I have intimacy issues because... I can't, I really can't. Uh-huh. Like not be wrong. No, I do have intimacy it's issues. Like, That's not the problem. It's just there was a story attached to how we got there, and I can't share that, so it's fine. Listen, it's we whatever. don't have to work on a system of you being able to share with us. Because we are missing out on valuable content. Now it you would have be cool morals. if I didn't think any, I don't, it's not that I. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now that you want to have an epiphany and shit. It's not an epiphany. It's I did not know until this weekend that niggas had so many feelings. There's been so many feelings that I just want everybody to leave their feelings to themselves. (laughs) You a nigga. I just, I swear to God, I, when I, no, it's just, it's the Scorpio in me. When I make the decision that I'm going to do something, it's like, I have a one check mind. For me, I was like, all right, like every, most people know that I am in the midst of trying to figure out when and how I'm going to move. So for me, it's just like, and I, we've already had the conversation. I'm like, there's so many things I need to figure out in my own personal, which apparently that's like a nigga mindset too. The like, I, there's so many things I need to figure bro, out in my life. I don't want to take how, you on my journey. Bro, you know how many, <laughs> you know how many men have said a version of, look, I just got a lot of shit going on right now. No, but Dennis, I have a lot of shit going on right now. I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to get you jammed up in my shit. But apparently now, now he, that's a, a nigga thing. He it was like, hear that. And just, uh, so for all the women who are listening to this as well, you hear that and you understand that. But a lot of times we hear that and people think, again, people don't like competition. People, 
inherently will think the worst about shit. So when they hear, I just got a lot going on right now. I'm just, you know, trying to focus on some things. I, I don't, I'm not really ready. They hear, oh, he, he out here being a hub or she out here being a hub. That's what, that's what they Okay, hear. but here's the thing, right? So because I know I have all my shit, I do want to hoe. I am trying to hoe through this summer while I figure it out and then I can move. Boom. And it's like no strange attacks. Like I wouldn't, I don't care if I jump cities because in my mind, I was like, it don't matter because nobody's emotionally invested in me. Apparently. Look, Beloved was looking at you on Saturday. like Wh- with- Which one? I ain't gonna get the nigga jammed up on this here podcast. Saturday, that had to be the most spicy day for me. Listen, put and it like I this. was like, put it oh. like this. I saw the nigga like just stare at you for a minute, and I had to like, I like caught him. I was like, I was like, I was like, hey, nigga, I was like, look alive. He like, and he knew I caught him. He just, he, that nigga was just looking at you like a goddamn puppy dog. And he was just like, with the eyes, just, just, and like, you, that nigga had the literal heart eye emojis. You're literally stressing me out right now. I can't. How am I, I stressing you out by, by telling you what I've seen? It's not my fault. It's not I my can, fault at all. I cannot. I, I, just, I really thought nobody had feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Say that out loud and realize how silly that sounds. I, I I didn't think anybody had serious feelings for me. I was like, well, let's let's work on let's that. Let's stretch that thought out. I didn't think anyone had feelings. Out. No, dead Wild. ass. Like, and I was That's talking crazy. to my best friend. I was like, I don't think I don't. I have no like real concept of like. I don't know. I'm. This whole year has been weird for me. It's been weird. You don't have concept of what people have feelings for you, or no, I don't have a concept of like what I look like. Like sometimes, like I don't think I'm ugly. That's not it. But I also like when I get a whole bunch of attention from guys, like like a whole bunch, a whole bunch. I be like, huh? Like you know, like who sent you here? Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Like I always get attention from guys, but when it's like a bunch of them at one time. I was like, okay, like, what is the universe doing? But I also have a really bad habit of, like, when the rest of my life is stressing me out, I use my dating life as a means of control. Makes sense. So. It's, 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 similar to how, it's similar to how people, I mean, people. Damn, I really do be out here like mm-hmm. a whole nigga. That's why I really be like, damn, they out here trash. It's starting to come to you, huh? Epiphany, Eureka, I found the shit. Hey, at least I'd be, I'm, at the very least, I'd be honest, though. I'd be like, you know, I am honest in the sense of, like, I can't do this. Or, you know, I'm not sure this is what I want right now. I'm very honest in that sense. But it, I just, I'm You're really. You're honest, but the problem is, the problem is with honesty. When it's an honesty we don't like, people, human nature is to try to change it or convince me otherwise. Um, a lot of times people will hear, hey. I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Hey, here's where my headspace is. And they think as a channel, like, oh, I bet you if I turn this shit up to 11, I'll make you change my mind. No, nigga. No, that's how this works. I went on a date with this guy. Okay, I already talked about this on Snapchat, so I can talk about this. I went on this. Yes, it's on Snapchat. It's on Snapchat. Nope, never mind. I can't even talk about it. You were fucking up the content right now. I can't because. Apparently now he listens to the show, and I'm like, well, I don't want to offend anybody. And the whole point of me sharing my stories is because it's, like, my point of view of what I see, and then, like, gaining understanding either through conversation with you or the people who comment on it. But now that these people are listening, it's, like, it's creating conversations that I don't necessarily want to have with them. 
Okay. And so now, now I have to like think about if I say this, am I ready to have this conversation? Okay. I think. Okay. So, so the key here, but obviously we do. Obviously, we always talk about the key is communication. It is. Right? But you know when you, you're you ready to have conversations versus not. I mean, I'm already going to get conversations for the fact that I said I want to thought. Even though I keep saying this. I keep saying I'm like, I'm going to thought through the summer. It's not like some secret. I keep saying this. I think people think it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people definitely think it's a joke. Oh. I, because I know you. I know that you're serious. But like, you serious. If the, the last summer was the first time I did not have, I wasn't seriously dating somebody. Mm-hmm. Funnest summer of my life. I wanted to repeat that. <laughs> and the universe was like, sis. <laughs> now I'm over here like, okay, so like you like me? Oh, so you want to like, you want to like date seriously? Oh, so we like, you want to come back around? Oh, like, uh, it's been a lot of like conversations, which, okay, I think I walked into this one because I was like, all right, the rest of my life is shit. So if I have a fun dating life, it like distracts me. It's not fun. My dating life isn't fun anymore. (laughs) This is not funny, but it is. Like you, like you, real life upset. It's not funny, but but like the the term itself is is hilarious. I don't know what that says about me as a person. I like having hotels. I like being. And my friends are like, you just need to be by yourself. I'm like, for what? I'm 25. There's like, there's no point in me settling down right here. I'm in a point of where I know I don't want to get married, but I'm also trying to figure out if I want children or don't want to have children. I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my career. Like, as much as like, yeah, like that sounds like a nigga thing to say. Like, I literally am just like figuring out my life right now. And I feel like, why should I apply the pressure of having a significant other? Like, that's a, a relationship is a job. Well, because here's, okay, here's the thing. One and thing, I just don't know if I could take any of y'all with me. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. I, I feel I feel like the 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 idea of no strings attached sexual connections is pretty much a myth. Somebody catch your feelings. Somebody catch your feelings. Somebody feeling some type of way. Whatever the case may be. And so that's a myth. It'll just be you before <laughs> me. And but because it's one because and it's, and, and it never happens at the same time. Somebody always catches feelings first. Because of that, <laughs> that throws the complications into what we say. I tell you, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. I'm just kind of trying to figure some shit out. We start having sex. You tr- you take the words I tell you and jumble them up and then serve them your own narrative and your own theory of why and and trying to like explain to yourself. Why this is going to work out past what I told you to. Not my fault. But the theory of no strings attached sex for both parties is a myth. And I, even every... In fact, you know what? Besides one person, and it was like the one one night stand that I had. Where literally we, we linked up. She, she spotted me from across the bar. Pulled Send her friend to come over and do the whole, I think I know you. And I'm like, no, you don't. She's like, I, I think I know you. And you just, you, how about you just come over here with my friends and we'll figure it out. I'm like, mm, bitch, what? <laughs> like, that besides, and then go from there. Besides that, one night stand that I had, every other person that I've had sex with, somebody, whether it's me or them, have eventually caught feelings. Because we got to be honest with ourselves, 
when we're having sex, that is about the most intimate and that's about the most vulnerable most of us ever get. Because you're seeing somebody without any of the, the shit that we kind of put on, without, you know, seeing somebody bare, just like the soul bare, 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 like that's as, as vulnerable as most people are going to get. That fucks with you in whatever extent. Some people are able to kind of take that, compartmentalize it, move on. Other people aren't. The problem is the people who are able to compartmentalize it and the people don't ever fuck, up, fuck with each other, they usually fuck with the other side who wasn't able to compartmentalize it. Man. And now we're here. That's like that's 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 the myth that we have to stop telling ourselves. We just have to be able to kind of be upfront and then not move on our boundaries. And that's then, crazy. I thought if I just told people like, "Hey, you know, I'm just trying to hold out right now, figure myself out." It's, it, but it's part. It's partly arrogance. It's partly arrogance on, on 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 as people. It's arrogance not from not you, yeah. but the other person, because the other person generally thinks that they're. A good enough of a catch, a good enough of a person that That's if they crazy. want to convince you that to kind of take them more seriously, they can. Oh, literally. I will say this though: all the guys that I'm interested in, they know each other. But it's Cincinnati, so it's like, what is really knowing? What is like knowing? y'all not y'all not friends or nothing like that. Yeah, that each other up at the parties, right? And and hold a slight conversation and see what happened last summer was two niggas was holding a conversation. Well, three niggas, technically, was holding a conversation and then somehow brought up my name. And even, like, last summer, I was like, I know I'm not dating nobody, so I don't understand how my name was being brought up. Y'all didn't even say y'all like me. So it's just like... I mean, the person... Listen, okay... <sighs> y'all niggas gossip too much. I can't do this. I'm just out here trying to hoe and live my best life. And I can't because y'all know how to keep y'all mouth shut and your feelings to yourselves. <laughs> Listen, well, the first, listen, the last person to know that we like somebody is somebody we like. Because we have to, it's like, it's a mental thing. You have to kind of, you have to like bet, you have to mentally bet that person. No, I love telling niggas I like them. It'll change in two weeks. You'll do something. That's fucking, Jesus. That that whole statement was That was fucked up. That was fucked up. That was wild as fuck. Um, I don't like. That's what I mean. I'm not gonna tell. Like, I I feel like just a phrase like "Hey, I like you" just real awkward to me. Like, I'm I'm a type. I'll show you. I'll show you through actions. And then if you have a question, ask a question and I answer it. But I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I I, I, I like you." Like that 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 shit. No, sounds, it never comes out like that. But it more, it, in, in my head, that's how it sounds. No matter how we say it, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it usually be like somebody. It'll be like blah blah blah. And then I'll be, and then I'll my banter. Ooh, giving away my secrets. Anyways, but my banter is usually like, "Oh, I guess I like you," and it's one of those things like it's said in conversation, so it either goes over your head or you take it serious. You'll know in two weeks whether or not we're still talking or I ghost you. I guess, man, if it's working for you, babe. wow, I'm low key fucked up. But honestly, like I keep saying, I got shit going on in my life, so I want to be a hoe. And, and no, and and but the problem is, no one's required to go. On, no one's required to go along with our best laid thoughts and plans. I know. I just thought I was going to go with this certain group of men, but apparently not. So now I have to be responsible with my feelings and the feelings of other people, and I'm coping with this now. But also, I do like this because, again, I like to have something to control while the rest of my life goes to shit. 
And it is. Again, if you like to donate money to me, I'm accepting it. Or drinks. I'm just about to heighten my alcoholism and call it a weekend, a day, That's a not summer. Healthy. That's healthy. not not healthy. Like, uh, in using your daily life as a, as a control mechanism is also not healthy. We know this, right? Like, you may not change it, but can, can we at least acknowledge that we know this? No, the responsible me is actually going to just continue to see a therapist and figure some other shit out. Okay. So, yes, I'm half kidding, half serious. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, I'm still seeing a therapist. Okay, I just want to make sure that, I'm like, we know that this isn't, okay. Damn. I didn't even tell people. Solid 30 minutes in. I told you. I just, <laughs> I'm so stressed out. I've been somewhere between like, haha, this all has to be a joke. And wow, I just want to cry every other second. Which? Life. Life. Life Life is a bunch of ups and downs, man. Um, it's been more down than up this year. And then it'll be more up and down sometime soon. But. Hopefully like in the next day. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> there was another story I can't say. I'm damn. I'm gonna need you to get your shit together as far as these story. What stories you can and cannot say? None now. I can't share any stories now. Just fucking up the content. Damn. Um. Shit. How was my weekend? Okay. So. Um. I ain't go on Thursday. I ain't go on Thursday at all. Um. Friday, I went up to Columbus to support the boys at Orange Soda, boys and girls, excuse me, at Orange Soda. Malcolm gave me a ticket, but nobody wanted to go with me. Yeah, one thing, one thing, like, if I go to Columbus, I'm generally staying tonight, just just off of GP. Um, So, if if they want me to, people want me to make that quick-ass turnaround, it's it's not. Like, driving up two hours, kicking it, drinking, and then driving back the same night, sounds like a a DUI or a car crash wouldn't happen, so I refuse. Um, but again, another another successful event. Um, I saw saw one shorty tweet. She was like, she was like, the parties for like Twitter personalities and you know people who may not be cool in real life. Malcolm get on my fucking nerves. He talking about some ooh name change Twitter personality. <laughs> that, that, that nigga, bro. That, that, it was like it was like shorty was just like party for twenty personalities. Like, bam, beloved, they sold out. They had a 400 ticket, like, they sold out before the shit even started. Like, they couldn't even take tickets of the door. So clearly, <laughs> it ain't all the people who are quote-unquote Twitter personalities. It's um, just a fun event. For her to, like, get on, I saw that tweet, too. For her to get on the internet and say that, I was like, you kind of hate her because you wish you would have had this thought. Or first. did you, did, like, you know what I'm saying? It was one of those things that was like, what is motivating you to say this? Like, and, like, the, the whole idea of Orange Soda is, like, that is a super dope event. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, you know, because it, it, it fits the market. It fits the market because we're getting to the point where, like, early 2000s music is, like, what 90s music was to the last generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I ain't heard this in a minute type shit. Um, so, again, shout out, shout out to the boys over at Orange Soda, man. Shout out to the girls at Orange Soda because it's a, it's a collective. Um, keep doing y'all shit, man, for sure. Um, so, for and then, so, also, your Cleveland Cavaliers are Eastern Conference champions. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. It was a nip and tuck for a while. But the boy LeBron James did his shit, did his thing. And by the time I listen to this game one of the finals will have been played and hopefully these niggas didn't get blown out by 40 by the Warriors. Fingers crossed. Um, Saturday, I went to the Bay Party. One other thing. 
I, why don't people show up early, earlier to parties that have open bars? I was wondering that because I walked in and I said, I don't know if this is going to be a good event or not. Are and then by the end of it, it was lit as hell. There were so many people there by the end of it. I said, okay, y'all did some. Y'all might have did some. <laughs> but my thing is, it's like this. And here's my thought process. Okay, that's where I fucked up. Showed up too early, had too many drinks, <laughs> then kept having drinks. Yep. Because, mind you, so I, cause so it was, it was like torrentially downpour rain. For like, I think that's what stopped everybody from, but by the time I got downtown, it was sunny as fuck and was, hot as hell. Was, yeah, sunny and clear as hell. Um, bro, it, and the fuck the thing is, like, I was leaving my house right when it rained. So I was like, no, not doing this. My lazy, my, my lazy ass was like, I'm not trying to fuck up this white fit. Uber. <laughs> oh, I fucked up the hell out of my. But I was just like, why don't more people like? I feel like if you if it's an open bar, that means you you either paid a certain price for the ticket, or however, like that certain price of a ticket includes like the open bar. So you you pay for all your drinks ahead of time. So it's not like you spending. So why wouldn't you want to? You get, didn't have the pregame. Didn't have the pregame. Pregame for open bars, fucking wild. You didn't have the pregame. And you've already pretty much paid for your drinks with a ticket. Why wouldn't you want to get the most out of the motherfucking ticket? I don't. I will never get it. Like motherfuckers will be showing up at like if, if the events from four to nine. Motherfuckers showing up at seven thirty, then get mad when it's only they only get two drinks because the line long as fuck. Meanwhile, my black ass will show up early. I'm already drunk by the time you get there, and I'm enjoying my life. I'm just saying. Next time it's open bar event, may, maybe more people. Show up early, because I was like, you all walked in, I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck y'all got? But slowly but surely, as as our culture is wont to do, motherfuckers showed up, showed out, and then the line, of the, the line for the bar kept getting longer, and I was like, I'm good, because by this time, me and the bartenders know each other, right? I, they just see my face and know what I want. <laughs> yes, I knew that's when I fucked up, was when I, oh, shot a tequila and a crown and cranberry. Oh, you do was- you need a lime? See, you was fucking tequila and cr- you gotta you gotta pick one, beloved. Okay, so when I first got there, so I had my arms out and I'm very like self conscious about my arms because I, in my mind, they're brolic. They're not, but okay. In my mind, they aren't. Okay, I'll let, I'm not gonna argue with your body image. Thank you. And so I was getting them to like take off the edge of having my arms out, and then it like. Then the edge will take gotta take it off. Plus, lost your mind and your, and your cell phone on the same night. No, my wallet. <laughs> That's not the lyric, though, so. <laughs> True. Um, and so, so Saturday was that, and then, honestly, that day party killed me for Saturday. I, like, I left the day party with the crib, and, like. Never made it back out. <laughs> never made it back out. <laughs> like, I'm glad I went back out, though. For another story you cannot tell. Another story I can't even tell. Uh, I can't even do it. But like I'm shit, I was perfectly content with staying inside too, you know, just just off of, off of strength. Sunday went and saw Deadpool for the second time. I Is it hate. good? It's good if you if you like the first one, you like the second one. If you didn't like the first one, you'll definitely hate the second one. Um, but I think the first one was better to me a little bit because like it was a little more novel. Like they kind of did the same with paint by the numbers type shit for the second one, but it was good. I fucked with it. Um. Also, it was the first time I bought movie, like, concession stands in a minute. I ain't, excuse me, I ain't buying them, but the first time they were purchased. 
God damn, no wonder everybody sneaks in the sneaks in the snacks in the big purse. But me motherfuckers out here charging nine dollars for a popcorn and and eight fifty for a drink. What the what type of what type of business model pricing is that? That's trash. Um We got a surprise visitor coming. Oh. It's not a surprise, it's just Alex. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> what? I was like, who, who the hell is this? Um, but then Monday, Memorial Day, um, it was so hot. It was so, so hot. Like, I had to, I changed clothes like three times that day because it was just. Yesterday? Yeah. Was, I was at work like all day. Was, I like ran out of work. Which is ironic because you had like bruises and fucked up all, all over your leg, over your lower body. <laughs> but, you know. It is. <laughs> is this a free for all episode? I mean, I had I topics. Think so, but I had topics, but we're we... already like a, we're almost an hour in, and I don't, we haven't even got <laughs> we haven't to the talked, topic. We haven't even talked about a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. Um. All right. So predating <laughs> that was a, that was the Twitter that was the Twitter topic of the week. What's your thoughts on it? Because I know predate me, and I'm a pre cancel you. <laughs> this is one of those things. That people have been doing for a while. You have to admit this is stupid. This is one of those things that people have been doing for a while. It just didn't have a name to it. And and now that you have a name to it, people are just reacting because the name is stupid. Like the pre-date. It, the, the, the pre-date. Okay, now you have to explain what you're, what you're saying a pre-date is. No, so like the definition, quote unquote, of the pre-date from what I saw was like just... People hanging, like, I guess, like, the hangout or just kicking it in public or whatever before the first, quote-unquote, official extravagant date or whatever. The quote-unquote pre-date when you, when, you, when you pull it up. The stupidest thing ever. That just sounds... Someone says we've all been doing it. We just didn't have a name to it. I said, I don't know what type of people y'all are messing with. I have no I idea. Don't. So what the, is that? What so, is a pre-date? Help so, me out. So, it's... Then it's we don't you don't call it quote unquote predate the, the, the actual term. Is so what's the predate like? I pull up on you. No, the predate is more so it's like something it's something casual. It's, it's like it's like a more of a casual first date, low stakes. That way, if you're not feeling it, oh, like get, coffee. Yes, coffee, drink. You know what I'm saying? That's that, not a predate. That's but that's in the definition in the, the shit I read from like that whole conversation. That's the type of shit he was talking. Okay, about. Okay, can I be honest? I think everybody has like weeded somebody out. Like, did the feelers out there? Because I'm not going to lie. Hi, my name's Alex, and I shoot my shot. So if I'm feeling a guy, and we've exchanged numbers, and I don't know if he's worth, like, the time yet. I'd, like, through our conversations on the phone or text, I haven't quite gauged where I'm at with him. I'm like, hey, we're going to pregame before the function. Meet me here. Or, hey, um, I enjoy a good caramel macchiato. Meet me here. Like, that sort of deal, cool, because I want to get a better feel for you. But I think that in a lot of times, men do these pre-date things, and a lot of it is financial. I don't want to spend my money on this broad yet, so I'm going to do some cheap nigga shit before the actual date. Uh-huh. I bookmarked it because I'm smart, and this was, like, the best way. Ugh, this girl explained, and I was like, mm. A lot of times. Mm. It's like this. I don't want to financially obligate myself to a date date because that means effort, and we all know that niggas are trash. Y'all not doing it. This girl, Sanity Thief, said pretty much all dating topics are here. Are disgu- all, uh, all dating topics discussed on here are birthed from men's resentment towards women's growing financial independence and acknowledging our self-worth. 
is basically if y'all are so independent, that's special, I shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z. It's why the bar keeps getting lower because they would rather us have to come down, see she's see she needs to be humbled herself post, then put in the work to catch up. Y'all know good and damn well dates don't have to cost a lot of money or cost money at all, and that they aren't some deep emotional investment. They're you not. just want to make your presence and attention seem like a commodity. Thank you. Y'all realize y'all agreed with what I was saying, right? Because I but my entire point was. We people have been doing this that uh, that's similar. That's not a pre-date. I, if you were, that's said, not even a pre-date. Then that's a date. That's always call a thing a thing. If you if you were listening, if you I said the term the quote unquote quote unquote term pre-date. That's not the anger that I saw behind it. But it was like the the whole thing of like the feelers out and like whole thing of just like on a little more of a low stakes date, quote unquote, that's been done for a while. It's just new niggas want to feel the need to name everything some other shit. No, no, no. These new niggas were talking about some, oh, she got to come hang out at my house before I take yeah, her out somewhere. That that's what they were saying. And it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. I don't, it's a trap. I don't like, it's a trap. I don't like new women at my house anyway. But I'm that's mean, what but these you, niggas were saying a pre-date is. It was like, oh, and then somebody was like, if you feel that way, why don't you just hold a phone conversation with them? But y'all niggas don't get on the phone. Which okay, so this weekend some man told me like he was like, "Oh, you don't you don't ever call nobody." Okay, I don't start there. But I didn't know niggas cared about phone conversations. I have had more phone conversations than text conversations in I my entire dating life. Honestly, that's because crazy. I am a terrible texter, and if if sure men and to be honest with you, that's a lot of times where I weed out the men who are really feeling your girl and who aren't because they'll know. I say it up front. I'm a terrible texter. My attention span is way too short for that. If you need my attention and it needs to be now, pick up the phone. And more than more likely than not, I'm gonna stay on the phone with you if I enjoy what we're talking about. I just think that there's. Inst- she's, you like? Ah. I mean, there's. In- I mean, no, no, I, she's no, she, no, she got. She's it. responsibly dating. I'm not. All right, so, um, so that's but my whole point was. <laughs> To get jammed up, don't mention my, my name. <laughs> but my that's like I guess that's my whole point. My whole point is again, again, new niggas people think like, but it's like the, the idea of feeling people out has been as old as time. It's more so it's like, but that's the whole point of the first date. That's why that's why I was saying people just don't call it a pre date. It's like it's just a your know, first time. It's the first date or first time kicking it. But it's a date though. These people want. They want a pre like they literally want a pre date. They but want you to just. I think a lot of times meet them at their house before I take you. But here, I think even I'm, if it is just like coffee. I think a lot of times we overthink date. I think it's like that. I think we are. I think we're overthinking it because to be honest with you, to me, me and Stephanie are going to go out after this. That's a date. You know what I'm saying? Me and you are hanging out. If, Cal, if I meet you at Tina's, I have a date. A Tina's date with Calvin. I think a lot of times y'all get so wrapped up. In the the, term date. the terminology instead of being wrapped up in what just the time spent, which is actually the point, right? So I'm you guys wanna you wanna put a title on it? Great. It's not a date. Just say I want some of your time and why is that not enough? So this whole pre-date thing, this whole official date, if if I'm a big proponent of if I want your time, I'm going to make time for you. And I demand the same in return. So if I'm dating a guy and I'm interested in guy, but he hasn't necessarily made a move on me. I'm moving on. I, no, I've always, I'm, hey, I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. You want to roll with? You trying to roll? Hey, you know what? I, there's this new restaurant I really want to check out. You want to roll? That is literally not 
and and I, I agree with you, Alex, because I think I think a lot of uh, like like you said, a lot of this extra terminology comes from the overthinking of the original terminology. Yeah, I think it's just an overthought, and I think you you literally shoot yourself in the foot every time when you start to put in more effort than it's required. But you also shoot yourself in the foot when you don't put in enough effort. I still think that an actual go get dressed. I want to take you out is definitely necessary because it's not about the money. It's about the investment of time. And to be honest with you, Cincinnati is a great city for a good cheap date. Mm-hmm. You guys yes. could get off Scott. So, maybe hey, listen, <gasps> flick your wrist. I might create an app called Cheap Date because there are so many really maybe hidden gems. Be a good episode next week to like, like just talk about our top ten summers hitting. Mm-hmm. We'll do our top ten summer spots. Yeah, I'm so serious, and like there because you can, and I think that huh. just let it go, let go, and let God for real. The universe got you, and if this person is supposed to cross your path for more than just you know the bar scene or whatever, wherever y'all meant, then it's going to happen. Just you, you're gonna overthink it, and then it's not gonna happen at all. And I agree, and I think you you said I'm not gonna try to continue to reiterate what you say. I'm just gonna let you. I agree with you. Thank you. I appreciate you, Cal. Oh, see, look at Cal not being a douchebag. <laughs> I'm not a douchebag the majority of the time. Let's with- be let's be let's be honest with ourselves. Here. Random, but Liz Brazil came up to me on Sunday mm-hmm. and she said that she loves our podcast and it's the only one that she listens to. Oh, and shit. I said, Liz, that was the biggest compliment that you can give me because oh, I take her very very serious. Very serious. Shout very out to Reclaiming My Time. Her blog is amazing. Yes. That, that, please hey. check out her blog, Reclaiming My Time. That's that's legit though. Shout out to Liz. No, Liz. every time I go out now, I do get more comments like that. And I that's why I'm also like, hmm, I'm gonna stop sharing my stories. I- I feel you. I, 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 I feel you. <laughs> I think our stories make us who we are. That's they I, do. That's, Don't that's get what, me wrong. They do, but y'all know. I mean, listen, I feel like as long as you're single, safe, and transparent. I ain't going to have no damn life no more. Single, safe, just, and transparent. I just feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know living your truth is like, is like a cliche type of situation. It is not. But, but, it's, but, it's, but it's real. As far as like, that's why I like... I don't. I mean, I, you 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 hold you change names or you make sure that you're not dragging other people's business. You know what I'm saying? Like into the spotlight. But for me, as far as like, I'm gonna always tell my story, my experiences exactly. because at this point, you're not gonna censor me, and and and, and you're not gonna make me feel uncomfortable sharing my story. But I again, ask yeah. me. I, I'm not. Ain't no one gonna tell you how to how to move and and live your life. You I also I mean? just feel like I don't wor- owe the world anything, especially when I know that I I acted. And my best interest. And I know that first, do no harm. First, be true to thy own self and then do no harm. So it's one thing for you to keep a G with yourself. It's another thing for you to be an honest and intentionally hurting somebody. That's where I can't get behind. But that, that, that live, brutal honesty that people love. Yeah, that like that's it's you don't you can give it to me straight up. You don't have to be a dick about it. Fair. Fair. All right. We got any more. <coughs> Comments on pre-dating before before we go to the next one. Like I said, if you try to pre-date me, I'm gonna pre-cancel you. You just can't. It's just one of those things where it's childish. It's just one of those. You've been on a pre-date. It's just one of those things that you just can't. You just can't like. For certain things, you just can't call it that. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna call you and I going. That's a date, and it's okay to call it a date. And so you can't let semantics. I'm talking about both. You can't let semantics get in the way of the actual actions. You know what I mean? So it's like there's different. It's like if he, if his version of a quote unquote pre date is like me not for drinks, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever the case may be, 
he can't get caught up in, oh, this is a pre-date semantics to, to like, blow his shit with you because he's so content on calling it a pre-date. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the the thought process is there. It's the semantics that got people upset because it's it's social media and niggas never think past, like, the first 100 characters. Like I said, I ain't arguing with y'all no more. I'm gonna just calling y'all ugly. Y'all ugly. <laughs> first of all. Sheesh, disrespectful. <laughs> you notice I've been tweeting that a lot more lately, though. Every time it's not, y'all ugly. Disrespect. I ain't arguing with y'all no more. Y'all ugly. Speaking of arguing, I feel like Twitter don't know how unpopular opinions work. Because mm. I... Muted that. Bro. <laughs> listen. Because y'all, y'all unpopular opinions be getting tens of thousands of weeks. Clearly, that's not an unpopular opinion. It'd be some shit like, unpopular, unpopular opinion. You should always respect. Like, what? Nigga, shut the fuck up. Like... Um, and part of me wants to, part, but I feel like me and you give our unpopular opinions on this here podcast a lot. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I don't need, I don't need to necessarily us to give ours. Do you have a, a unpopular opinion that you want to share? This is, since it's a wave now. Unpopular opinion, poly, a lot of y'all are a lot more open to polyamory than you think you are. Hey, hey now, niggas. Did that did that require the the the, the, the choir say? Unpopular opinion: A lot of y'all are into the same sex. Ooh, not an unpopular opinion, but I do want you women to realize that more of you have dated bisexual men than you realize. Ooh, unpopular opinion: Your man is bisexual. <laughs> oh, this this, this, shit, this this shit about to go left. Um, unpopular opinion: Some of you natural bitches are shallow. I mean, we talked about that. Okay. Shit. okay. If we do, if we do, if unpo- I started to bring that up, and then I was like, never mind. That was a private conversation. <laughs> but that 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 shit. Unpopular me. opinion. Listen, my weave is literally down my back, and I can run circles around a lot of you. Please don't try me. Just don't. Honestly, my uh, my only unpopular opinion is you can't be Mario Chalmers asking for LeBron James money. I think you. I think. <laughs> I, <laughs> Like and, and leave my man. His what? wife is so, so beautiful. Is that has nothing to do with my statement. His his wife can be fine. Like as okay, but that's the only reason I, mean, that I can talk about sports is because usually I keep y'all up, wives are fine. Literally last week after and then I sit, sat there for like fifteen minutes trying oh, yeah. to find that man's wife so I can figure out who the husband was. That is the only reason I know anything about so, sports. So but, so 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 okay. So that that analogy means that like certain. Obviously, everyone has standards, but I feel like certain people ask for way more shit than they're willing to actually give. Pause. And, and don't pause me. Don't pause me. Let me let me let me let me finish this. Because I got one for you, Calvin. Go right ahead. <laughs> go right. Go right ahead. It's, and, and, and it's, it's one of those things where it's this is not gender specific. And I feel this one spiritually. So. This, this is not gender specific at all. Like you know what I'm saying. It's like I feel like you have to be realistic as far as like what you can bring. To any table. And Unpopular opinion? Fuck your table. A. <laughs> also, however, as well. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. A lot of y'all niggas ask for shit you can't afford. Hey, hey, no. Another, another. Unpopular opinion. Oh. A lot of y'all niggas get out here with these bad I, girls again, and do amazing things. Opinions and you can't afford them. You get out here and make us make mistakes with women you can't afford to make. Because I feel like this, a lot of your unpopular opinions isn't really unpopular or an opinion. Anyway, moral of the story <laughs> is a lot of y'all niggas 
uh, a lot of y'all people are out here. Mario Chalmers, you're out here. Jordan Clarkson, and you and you expect max contract salaries, you expect LeBron salaries, KD salaries, and that's not you, baby. And it's okay to be Jordan Clarkson. It's okay to be Mario Chalmers. I mean, Pippen still got a check. I don't see the problem. But, <laughs> I don't see the problem. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's, the definition of a hood nigga. I feel again. <laughs> <laughs> I am the extraordinaire expertise. Let me know where's because, the list. Be, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna I'm let y'all kind of give back because he's a hood nigga. Win hashtag or if it's more so because I feel like again because I feel like Twitter takes certain things and then fetishizes them a little and, bit. And 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 the hood nigga was was what we landed upon this uh. This past week was like if you ask a hood nigga if you hungry and he's the first place he want to take you is Benihana's, he's hood. No, I saw I saw some shit and I think this is what that or a steakhouse. A steakhouse, they love they a good love steakhouse. A steakhouse. Girl, you want to go to Ruby's? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, steakhouse. they love a good steakhouse. But I saw, hey, but then be fun because you just they riding in the passenger seat, calling all his friends, <laughs> trying to figure out who he's talking to. Hey, I'm trying to figure out which one meeting is there. Hey, I got short. I got shawty with me. We finna pull up to, uh, you coming? You ever spent the day with a hood nigga? I love spending. Oh, my God. Patty Waddy. Yes. That's a hood nigga. That's a hood. Hood Yo, nigga. I ended up in from the Fay to the West Side, <laughs> Price Hill. <laughs> he had me around the world. I done had a bag. I went home with a purse full of fruities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And love sending you to the store to get them a pint of Hennessy, too. <laughs> I like hey, keep the change. Uh, <laughs> what with fifty dollars? He sent me to the the ice cream man for a Rello. I got a bag of fruities and got to keep a hundred dollars worth of change. Thank you. I was just, go ahead, but I just saw one. I saw one. <laughs> Yo, I, the shit. candy lady is his stash house. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on her couch. She's sitting over here pressing somebody. Hey, but out. if you get a hood nigga that's like left the hood and then came up on some money, Jack. And hot. they splurge. They love spending There's money on There's two types their girls. of men who Ooh. do not give a fuck. Hood, hood niggas, niggas and white men. Hi, Louie yeah. Bag. How you doing? Huh? How you doing? Anyway. <laughs> I saw I saw the one the one tweet. That really was like she did not know what a hood nigga actually is. She was like, I think bookmarker. She was like, I want my hood nigga to have an extensive palette and who knows how to handle himself in both like. They don't, they don't have an extensive palette, however, but they will take you where you can explore your own. Yes, that's why I was just like, they got chicken fingers. They no, them <laughs> niggas will get a steak, well done, mashed potatoes and a side salad. Asparagus if they feeling fancy. Bro- broccoli if they feeling healthy. <laughs> oh my god! Meanwhile, you over there. How's the salmon today? What's, What's your market fish? Brother, lo- <laughs> love ordering our market. Love ordering our market prices. Can situation. we taste those ones? Listen. Can we get the bottle? <laughs> you know what? The bottle. It, we're gonna end up finishing this. I'm gonna end up finishing. <laughs> They're gonna be like, Niggas they got Moscato. They got Moscato. Y'all got Hennessy. <laughs> Do say at your. That was loud. <laughs> your birthday party though. <laughs> For all those that weren't attendants to Stephanie's birthday party last year, you know exactly where this reference is from. <laughs> That'll be $60. That, okay, okay, I don't give a fuck. Damn. It's just a shot. It's I said what I said. <laughs> Bring me the Henny. We sat there and died, guys. No, but seriously, and you can, I love it. And you can always tell who's dating a hood, a hood nigga because it's the longer weave and it's thick. 
Ain't nobody with a regular nine to five can afford thirty inch hair. Hell nor no. do you need it. Hell no. Nor do you. The longer the nails, the hood of the nigga that's behind her. Period. There's a science to this. Period. Honestly, yes, you're right. Because when I was, <laughs> my nails got the longest the when longest. I was dating that nigga. <laughs> because I don't need this job. My man sells dope. <laughs> I don't need this. My man sells though. He got money. Oh, man. One attitude. I quit. My nigga gonna take it. The only thing, though, a hood nigga who has, like, money, that nigga be wanting you to move in move and pretend in. like you somebody housewife. You know what's crazy? That's the kind of man that can afford the lifestyle I you want, though. Y- y'all be wanting? Y'all be wanting. Like, I'm telling you. Because you get with a guy who's humble, and I'm just, I ain't gonna call him broke. I'm gonna call him humble. <laughs> It's out of his budget. It's out of his budget right right now. But baby, just wait. Just <laughs> wait on it. Okay. So thank God those days are over. But um, you get with a guy who can actually afford to provide the lifestyle that he brags about. And I guarantee that you'll have no problems doing the shit that he asked you to do. It's you guys who can't afford the woman that you're after who make who have this assumption that she's supposed to lessen in order to make you feel more. So, yeah, dating a hood nigga is fun because he's going to, bro, you tell a hood nigga you're on your way to class, that's my Michelle Obama. Look at my little Michelle on her way to class. My bitch smart. My bitch smart. <laughs> and he'll buy books. He'll Listen, you tell a hood nigga you want to start a business, he'll be like, all right, so you got how a location, much how much you need. You tell a, a humble man, I mean. So you got a plan? You got a plan? What's your business What's your plan? business plan? Hood nigga be like, who do you want me to write it? You need me to hire somebody to write it for you? You want somebody to proofread it? Oh, you need seed money? Bro, they don't even know what you're talking about, but they are there to support the vision. <laughs> a hood nigga love putting you they on. They love a vision. They're going to buy you a bag. They're going to make sure you look good at class. They gonna they will tell you, hey, I don't want you working while you're getting on the ground. <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> that, come with that energy all 2018. Forever. So, yeah, hood niggas will invest into you. And honestly, even if the only reason we're investing into them or investing into you is so that they have somewhere to wash their money. Okay. We all got to benefit. We all got to win. How many hair salons, how many barbershops, washer places? Stop. That ain't all clean money. Don't act like you don't act like it's not. And there's that on that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Braylon's dad. <laughs> I just, I don't, mm, I mean, I, I can't speak on her niggas because I, 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 I was a nigga, I was a nigga that knew all the niggas, but they was like, nah, you got to go to class. I was like, you, <laughs> they was like, they was like, you got to be, you got to be something hey, better. Hey, hood, you know what though? <laughs> Ain't nobody both. more sponsored by a hood nigga than a nigga from Florida playing on a football team. Ain't somewhere. nobody more sponsored. <laughs> Because they be like, oh, you need cleats. Oh, you oh, need. What? That's crazy. Oh, and all you hey, gotta... you need the new Jordans. Hey, you just out... stay stay up there. Make us proud. Hey, make sure you get into the league. Don't so forget serious. me. So serious. And that's why when they all go back, they make sure they cut to the, the floor seats, the games. That's how they be going. Stop playing. That's it. That's it. That's all. I just, man, I don't know. Because it was like one of those things where it's like, you, 
all the questions I would have asked, y'all just kind of answered in that tangent. I mean, that y'all bet. Hood niggas are fun. They are but fun. I don't, I it's just, dangerous. And to be honest with you, it's, it's a breath of fresh though. air. It is it's a breath fun. of when you when you cut him off for whatever reason. Probably a baby mama because there are downsides. It's usually, it's usually a baby mama or a case. They always get back with their baby. They mama. always get back with. And I'm not pushing out your nappy headed ass child. I'm not doing it. If he playing the league and he a hood nigga, he got back with his baby mama. Period. She makes I'm just, sense. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, you know, I figured I'm going to make it work for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like my little, my little, 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 little But little see, junior. they can afford right to have a baby mama in Florida and a wife in, in Ohio wow, and a I girlfriend. Not right now. And a girlfriend somewhere else. They can afford the lifestyle of all of that. And I'm not saying it's just financial, but to be honest, y'all got to stop playing. Like being with some of these men is not, it does not. You're not supposed to financially gain. That's stupid. In and any relationship, be you're finding the sex be so they much be better. To risk it all. Risk it all. Run this red light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like for anything. The crazy thing is that uh, the problem with a lot of these dating things is that you men cannot afford a the lifestyle that you want and to make the mistakes that you know you're gonna make. How are you screwing abroad on my couch? You can't financially afford the mistakes you finna make. You cannot. You And you know you I are. Cannot. You I know can't. you finna cheat. You can't afford to even buy your bitch a, a forgive me bag, a makeup bag. You can't even afford to send her on vacation. Why you, so you can give her $200 your... to get a foundation okay. from Sephora. You can't even, like, you cannot afford to make them. You know you want your side bitch to come over. Send your bitch on vacation. Be clean about your shit. I'm going to send my girl and her best friend on vacation so I can have my side bitch over. Fly her in from Baltimore. Like, do like, y'all cheat with in-town ugly hoes. Be honest. The bitch, you don't even cheat with no badder bitches. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> niggas, if you, if, you, if you ain't making money, they don't care. That's not true. That's not true. That's, That's not true. This is the last 25 minutes. Just prove my fucking point. That if you're broke, get your shit together because they don't care about you. I guarantee my first priority when I ain't got it like that is to not be in no niggas' faces. Okay, I guarantee. Here's my thing. If I I'm guarantee. down. No, she's, she's speaking for herself because if I'm down and out, I don't need nobody who's going to help me be, do bad. That's I like it. To do bad but by see, myself. that's the thing. If I'm going to be down, I'm going to be down by myself. But, but if, I, saying, but if the man I'm messing with sees that I'm not, I'm, I need some assistance. He I need help him, me. He can't help me. I don't need him. Which is, again, what I said. Bro, I could be broke alone. Listen. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. Whatever you think you're going to do to improve yourself, scrap it and just try to get as much money as you can. That's all they ever care about. That's anyway. not true, Calvin. You're not going to sit here and call me a gold digger because I require the same financial stability I can provide for myself. I'm I can do that alone. If you're a broke nigga, leave these hoes alone to you're not a broke nigga no more. Why she got to be a hoe? Why she got to be a hoe? If, leave these women alone. Is that better? Yes. Okay, leave these women alone if you're a broke nigga. That's all I'm saying. And, and if you feel like you need to, if you feel like you need to pick one area of your life to improve, pick your financial status. 10 or stop pretending like finances are not a part of dating. Stop pretending like all of these dates do are not going to eventually cost you I some money. Y'all, y'all stop. This lifestyle, stop so pretending. Stop pretending like there's not a financial aspect into dating. There completely and totally is. Stop pretending like that's not the case. I can't go out. I can't say, Calvin, I'm taking you on a date and then pull up to the date and not be prepared to take care of the date. The same expectations apply to the men that I want to see. And I'm not saying, I think, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, t- I'm talking, I'm not saying that you're wrong in feeling that. I'm not going to argue with you on that. I'm not saying you're now, wrong. I'm just saying that 
It's if money thing. is a great equalizer. It, and if you and if you don't get it, do what you can to get it. Because everything else being equal, that is that is the big joker. The 25 minutes we just talked about prove that's a big joker. That's all I'm saying. Is like when in doubt, if you if you if you if you feel like okay. When in doubt, cash her out. Ooh, a summer motto. <laughs> a mood. <laughs> When it out, cash her out. Roses are red, yeah, money my- is green. <laughs> Your girl finna be a hoe all summer 18. Ew. Any, um, the other thing I was going to say, I don't care to be anybody's spiritual anything. Hell nah. What, what, what? I am done investing. Right. Hold on. Uh, no, this is in relation to no, dating. I'm, 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 I'm confused. Like, oh, I'm, how did I just switch topics like no, that? I'm, I'm, like, what the fuck does that even like? I'm trying to get you there. Okay. So, I think a lot of people followed me on, if you followed me on Snapchat anywhere from like 2015 to sometime last year, um, you know, I used to talk about like auras and my moon rituals and crystals and speaking positively and all that stuff. And it's not to say that I'm not that person. It's just when I was discovering who that person was, it was egotistical because I was doing it and trying to prove to people that they need to be this way too. I got to a point where I realized this journey is for me solely and I don't need to share it or make a platform out of it. Um, and for some people, that's working. They still want to create that platform. But I felt like it was my journey for me to have on my own. And in doing so, because I don't speak about that, my content has more so changed to me speaking out about the injustices of patriarchy and misogyny. And it was just a shift in what I choose to share versus, you know, my own personal journey. Those two aren't separated. They're just two different things. Recently, I've had people say things like, oh, I missed when you used to do X, Y, and Z or Snapchat or somebody, you know, messaging me and saying, like, I just feel like you're so negative and, well, that's perception, not reality. I mean, you get what you get out of it. But I think it irritated me because somebody came to me and was like, the only way that you're going to improve your life is if you ignore these things and block them. And I realized that I that's... If that works for you, that's fine. But that's not... When I choose to ignore things that are happening around me, I feel like I'm a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So for that person to come to me and say, like, why don't you ignore how men treat women? No, like, that makes you a part of the problem. Because the man doesn't change. He's just... It's just not in my eye. And turning a blind eye doesn't make it any better. And I realized sometime last year that a lot of these people in these spiritual communities do that. They turn a blind eye to what's happening and be like, oh, my gonna, chakras are aligned and X, Y, and or Z. I'm going to pray I'm for it. Pray or, for it. Yeah. or I'm going to send it off to the universe because we can't use terms prayer because we don't believe in Christianity. You know? Oh, yeah. That was sarcasm if nobody caught that. Um. I just think that, A, the fact that you recognize that your <coughs> your beliefs were starting to become toxic, as you mentioned, e- your beliefs are starting to become toxic, as you mentioned, egotistical, is gross. Because a lot of us don't realize that a lot of our beliefs are becoming sanctimonious and self-righteous. Yeah. And your, just because I disagree with your beliefs, not that I do, but my disagreement with your beliefs does not mean make them toxic. It's just a disagreement. And I think a lot of times we take criticism especially when it comes from people who are close enough to, to be able to discern that 
and we internalize it as if we're doing something wrong. And these spiritual journeys specifically are, are so interpersonal. And I think a lot of times when we elevate, we can't forget to understand that that's your journey that is specific to and for you. That does not have to be my walk. That does not make my walk any less valid than yours. Right. So uh, when you take or receive criticism the same way that you give criticism, if you feel so entitled to do so, you have to understand who the author of said criticism is. And Mm -hmm. do they even have a right to open their mouth to begin with? And a lot of times they don't. A lot of times it's projection of their need for validity or it's projection of their need to or, or it could be projection of their insecurities about the fact that they wish that they could say what, uh, that what you have the courage to say. They wish that they had had the courage to be honest about speaking up for the people who can't. The fact that you have the ability to turn a blind eye is a position of privilege because there are women like I and you who cannot, who are not even in the 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 position to be able to say no for whatever reason. So the fact that you can turn a blind eye makes it, it is selfish. It, it is completely selfish. So that's my two cents on it. Yeah, well, we talked about this. You Absolutely. know exactly what I'm talking about. But yes. And so, I don't know, when we started this podcast, um, I was still in a point of, of oversharing, essentially. Um, but also at the same time, I never viewed it as oversharing because that's literally, it has always been me. I've always, whether it was talking to my friends and then like finding solace and using my Snapchat to just have that space. But when I realized a lot of people were starting to take my message on as their own message, that's when I knew to separate it and stop doing it. But that's a reflection of them, not you. I know that is, but that's why I stopped doing it because I didn't want to get it caught up. No, I'm not done yet. Sorry. (laughs) But I, I wanted to say that because I don't know, like, Mm, I can't really, I don't want to give this person's identity away because that's not fair to them. But don't tell me that speaking out against men is is wrong just because you choose not to, basically. And that's fair. Okay. Speaking out against women that uphold patriarchal standards as well. Because you're a part, just as much a part of the problem because you mm-hmm. perpetuate the stereotypes that women, that you know are wrong, and you only do it for the male gaze. You only do it for male attention that you still don't have. So I need you to understand how ridiculous you are. Because I be calling men trash. And, and I'm going to call women trash who protect men who are trash. So that's my still two cents about it. get that attention you're trying to seek. Go ahead, girl, because guess what? The same women that you're out here judging are living their best lives. I'm a hoe who got married. Try it. <laughs> Live your best life, girl. Okay. My my thoughts on oversharing or um turning a blind eye, I think I think people need to be inherently more selfish and here's why. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will kill themselves literally literally and figuratively over over the approval and thoughts of people who wouldn't piss on them if they were burning. I agree. Bending over backwards to do for, for to do what for who um and so and so I think some oftentimes we have to focus on ourselves and one of and I and I I know I I like I read the Bible and I like I believe I believe in Christianity um but there, there's a verse that's like before you examine the speck in my eye examine the log in yours I'm paraphrasing but it's like mm-hmm. it's one of those things like. You know, 
translation. Before you check me on my sh- on my stuff, check your shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I think that has become a lost art into that. Like mm-hmm. we, everyone is everyone is so quick to criticize other people for whatever the reasoning may be, but will but then will turn around and then be hypersensitive if anyone chooses to point out their own flaws. Um, and I'm the type of person I like again, you know, I believe that the energy should be the same in anything that we do. So I'm not going so so when I put myself out there doing this podcast, I knew I I, I realized what I was signing up for, but I didn't realize the extent mm-hmm. of what I was signing up for. And, and it took me a little bit to realize that because of how I'm presenting my thoughts um, on a podcast versus like I you know I wrote, I wrote poetry for a while, did spoken word before, because of how I'm presenting my thoughts. Mm-hmm. People then feel like they have a license to talk to me or you or about me or about you in any way they see fit because again we're in a quote unquote public sphere. Um, and I had to realize to be okay with that to in a certain extent where people feel like they can talk to whoever any sort of way because you've chosen to make your make your thoughts public public i think and, um, i'm sorry. sorry go ahead um <clears throat> and so i think for me and, and part of and part of it is how i deal with things I, i'm a huge out of sight out of my person as far as like when it comes to relationships like i block people like i block like I mute, I mute words like I, like out of sight, out of mind because I know if I continue to see the things that I guess, for lack of a better term, trigger me or remind me of shit, that I will never be able to grow and heal past that certain mm-hmm. point. And so, for me, that's how I if I that's how I choose to try to remain positive, remain happy, remain solvent, remain remain sane, is to try to like okay, this is what's triggering me, this is what's fucking me up. You have you you have to put your blinders on and mm-hmm. then kind of go into that goal. That's different than willingly turn a blind eye on everything in society, like the whole the Marie Antoinette, like just let him eat cake philosophy. But that's how I think of things. It's like I have to block certain shit out in order for me to become the best person who I am. That's how I move. That's how I move things. That's how I do things. I also understand if I am going to be in a position where I am criticizing. Thoughts, theories, philosophies, people, and their opinions. I can't. I can't be the one to not accept criticism right. on mine. Now, if now the difference is, <clears throat> is sometimes I feel like they they twist what someone says, or they twist what I say, and then they extrapolate something that's totally different. That's something that I'm like, I never said those things. That's not what I said. Mm-hmm. But if you, but if you, but if you take. If you feel some type of way about what the shit I say, as long as I said it, that's fine. But if you feel some, some way about the shit you think I said because you took A plus B and got the Z, that's not on me. Um, but in general, that's just kind of how I feel. I was going to talk about, before we went to this huge... Sorry, Calvin, I just want to say ahead, that I'm proud of you for doing that because A, black male vulnerability is a thing. And I'm glad that you just use your platform to describe, to discern to not just the women viewers or listeners, but the male ones as well, that to say that this is how I feel and this has been my journey and this is what it made me 
endure, and this is how I grew from it, is powerful in itself. You don't see that. And especially, well, no, I won't say you don't see it. You don't see it enough, especially with the <coughs> connections and the person that you are in Cincinnati to sit here and say, I'm vulnerable and this is where my heart was at is incredible. So I'm proud of you. That was great. Thank you. I'll be trying. <laughs> Give a nigga a compliment. I say thank you. I said thank you Give first, right? I said thank you first, right? You heard the thank you, right? <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. It's a constant state of growth. It's like, it's like there's no... And what fucks me up is there's no perfect. I can't hit perfect. Like, I can't, like, as a, as a nigga who used to overachieve way back in the day, like, I can't, there's no 100%. There's no such thing as perfect. You know what I'm saying? So that fucks me up. So it's like, but where's, I, 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 I try. Like, I, I try. I, I, I sometimes, I fall short. I fail. I, like, um, sometimes, like, I say shit that people are like, what the fuck, Calvin? I, I'm trying. That's all I, that's all I got for y'all. I, I, I got effort. Maximum effort in the words of Deadpool. I got effort. That's all I got from y'all. Um, I wanted to comment. Only thing, I, only thing that we, because we went so far past hood niggas, it was just more so like I don't see the same. Like, women like hood men way more than dudes like hood chicks. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out why. That's not true. That's not true. At all. Uh, well, correct me again. Nah, because they want a girl that's gonna be able to say I'm. I'm gonna be your damn bitch. Them a hood girl be the first one to ride or die. Y'all need to go get what you with a hood girl. You need to go get what you've been asking for. To be honest, mm. because you don't want me, the woman who's not putting up with your shit. You don't. I'm a little baby who don't listen, and I've I've been hard headed my whole life. So be careful. So. I just really think that no, you want a woman who's gonna put up with all of that. You want y'all do like hood chicks. Hood you just won't bring her nowhere. Y'all don't bring her nowhere no, at all. Y'all baby mamas is right shit. The ones I've had the pleasure or displeasure of meeting, y'all are trash too. Trash. Cause you're gonna allow that man to treat you anyway. Different brand. But yeah, y'all do like hood chicks. You just don't bring them out. That's it. Right, right. If I was like, if I'm, if I'm wrong, from my, from my viewpoint, no, they do. They just, be, they just don't be they in the house. Them. They be the, the baba, the baby mamas that don't actually make it out. Oh, mm-hmm. they be hiding. Um, they well. keep them in the house for good reasons, honestly. But mm-hmm. don't do that. <laughs> but hey, it's I don't know. It's, it's it's life is life is funny. Life is funny. Um, shit. Well, we got any anything else we want to touch on before we get up and get yeah, off and get ahead. some? Um, shout out to my dad. Okay. Uh, he is 75 for anybody who hasn't met Pops. We also know that my dad is my best friend. And my dad just became a Lyft driver today. <laughs> so oh, wow. if Andrew Alexander picks you up, that is oh, my dad. Oh, my God. That nigga gonna cuss y'all out. <laughs> that is my dad. Please know that. The, the, and if you try him, I'm trying you. And that's not what you want either. So shout out to dad. I'm proud. He's the definition of I can't stop, won't stop. So go dad. Harlem shake the depression, dad. <laughs> Shout out to him. He is. Shout you mentioned my real name? <laughs> um, shit. I mean, I ain't got much else to say. I think, I think I guess. I need some watermelon. Watermelon's overrated. I'm going to the bar. Not if you swallow it. Watermelon's overrated. Watermelon is overrated <laughs> just like Hennessy's overrated. Calvin missed it. <laughs> Never mind. I heard uh, it. I was gonna ignore that. It was a Beyonce reference. I was gonna. I was just gonna ignore that and just let that be. <laughs> but yeah, watermelon's overrated, just like Kennedy's overrated. 
I'm glad y'all niggas are. It took y'all all the way to 2018 never to admit that Hennessy is gross. I've never fucked with Hennessy like that. I can't drink no damn Hennessy. I can't drink nobody's Hennessy. I, never, I can't do like, it. I will Some never. girl gave me a sip of her drink on Friday, and she, I said, what is it? After I sipped it, she was like, that's it. I'm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, I'm, I will ne- I've never bought Hennessy on, I can't do your Hennessy. Like, like on purpose. I've never bought Hennessy on purpose either. <laughs> like, the only time I've ever bought Henny was like, it was like a, it was like a henny. It was it was like the first couple henny loves. I was like, I feel like I needed to bring Hennessy. Other than that, no. Because well, me and Stephanie, oh uh, me and Stephanie's first henny love together oh was God. epic. Number one, she spilled so much Hennessy on me. My shirt was see through. Oh wow. <laughs> a B, my I'm. He used the flyer of my nipple hanging out. Oh. Thank God for deliverance. <laughs> That was the second one. That was the second one we went to. I had a, man, I mean, shit. I, I got I went viral on a whole ass uh, uh, marketing email. So sure I feel, did. I feel your pain. Let me go tweet that picture. No, oh, no. Why? Can you not? Can you not? <laughs> I, I do use it as a reaction picture in all my all of my group chats. <laughs> she does. Why? Like, why? Why are you like this? Why are you like this? Her, her name is Patty, and Calvin <laughs> thinks she loves her. <laughs> Anyways. Um, any any final thoughts before we get up out of here? Stay black, guys. It's gonna be a hot summer. Stay cool. Don't get jammed up like me. And don't mention my name if you do. Hey, y'all niggas gotta stop gossiping. I'm trying to hold it summer. Keep my name out your mouth. Especially when all you want is these cheeks. Why you gotta talk about it? Alright, signing off. It's your boy C Diddy. Our, our surprise guest pulled up on us, brain, pulled up on us real quick. And Stephanie. And we out. And we out. Alright, y'all. Get the sky, I'm a fucking star. I don't fall in love, cause I be loving hard. Do everything like my shirt. It's a large. I don't care, I crush a ghost. Got two kids in two states, I be doing the most. I got white folks' money that I won't blow. And if you ask why, cause the white folks don't. Big bank tight, low buy. Big bank tight, low buy. Type of money you gon' need to sign. A second shift production.